Hey everybody, this is Dr. William Clark here for Leadership Conversations. This is the show where we talk about leadership according to the world that matters to you. And I have a simple question for you all who are looking to launch or get your nonprofit off the ground. And that question is, what are you doing to get closer to funding your vision? Now, this is an important question you have to answer because you cannot run your nonprofit without resources or to be more explicit, you cannot run your nonprofit without money. You are going to need money to make the vision come alive. And one of the misconceptions about nonprofits is they don't generate revenue. They don't generate money. That is a false narrative. And uh, the reality is nonprofits need money. Nonprofits uh, operate off of money like any other business. The difference in how a nonprofit obtains its revenue uh, is a nonprofit typically submits a grant application to a funder and awaits a funder's decision before a funder determines that nonprofit A uh, has met that criteria and has established uh, its credibility and expertise through the application to, in fact, carry out the work the funder wants to see happen. Once that award is made, uh, there are two types or at least uh, two typical ways uh, awards are are sent to the nonprofit. If the dollar amount is under, let's say, 50,000, just to use a, a safe number, then typically the funder will send those funds up front or on a set schedule. If the dollar amount for the sake of argument, is greater than $100,000, the funder may then elect to send those funds as reimbursement for costs that have been incurred. And this, that particular way of getting your funding after it's been awarded to you, it challenges the nonprofit. And the reason why it creates a huge challenge is a nonprofit at that point has to become strategic and business-minded. While you're waiting to get reimbursed for your expenses, how are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to pay your staff? And you got to figure out other revenue sources to pay those expenses while you're waiting for a reimbursement for a grant that you've been awarded. So let's go back to the question that I asked at the top of the podcast. How are you going to fund your nonprofit if you're looking to launch it and get it off the ground? You got to find ways to support your nonprofit. Here are a couple of quick tips on what you can do. Uh, number one, you might want to consider pursuing smaller grants that will pay you almost immediately once you've gotten the award letter. This allows you to get cash in-house, allows you to deposit the money, and allows you to pay expenses as soon as the money clears. Number two, you might want to consider partnering with a nonprofit who has an existing contract or a large contract or large grant and providing direct services for them on that large grant. This puts you in a position to do a couple of things. Number one, get paid on a regular schedule. If the nonprofit has uh, reputable business practices to pay you within a defined period of time. And if that's the case, you need to make sure you ask those questions. When would you get paid? 30, 60, 90 days after the services have been performed. There are nonprofits who will withhold funding uh, or payment to their subs uh, because of the 
uh, process they have to go through to get the funding from the funder. So you're going to have to ask those questions. But if you're able to negotiate getting paid on a regular schedule, uh, take it. And what I recommend when it comes to that is to make sure you meet all the criteria and obligation that the partner has outlined so that you don't delay payment. And the other benefit of working with a larger partner who may hire you as a sub is you get exposure on bigger projects that you would not get if you were trying to do it on your own. You would work on projects that are much bigger than your capacity that you would not be awarded. So there's a benefit there. So we talked about going at the smaller grants to get money in, talked about partnering with other organizations. Number three, you want to look at fundraisers, major fundraisers. Uh, I don't talk about major, major fundraising a lot, but uh, it is a tactic and a strategy that can be used. Some nonprofits have annual fundraisers that bring in hundreds of thousands of dollars. This is where your galas come into play or special events that are high ticketed and well supported by sponsors. So those type of things become critical as you look to at least defray some of the cost. Uh, another thing you can look at, too, if your nonprofit has the capacity to do this, and that is obtain a line of credit. Uh, you may have to jump through a number of hoops to obtain it. Uh, and that can prove to be very challenging, particularly in the early years. So you're going to look at line of credit or options like that. Uh, perhaps your nonprofit is able to obtain uh, a credit card with a large sum on it where you can withdraw funds, use it for expenses. And when your grant revenues come in, you can pay the expenses back on the credit card. So those are some quick ideas I wanted to share with you. But the question still remains. What are you going to do to get your nonprofit off the ground? you got to figure these things out. I know you care about the community. I know you care about what happens to the children in your community. I know you care about the clients you want to serve, but you got to figure out how to pay for it in order to make sure you have the impact. Because if you think that you're going to be the only one doing the work and you think you're going to recruit a bunch of volunteers to help do the work, you will find out really quickly that it is very hard, if not impossible, to run a nonprofit off of volunteers. People who are volunteers have other obligations. They have jobs. They have bills to pay. And if they can't dedicate a core of their energy day to day to your work, to your nonprofit, to your project, you will notice that people will begin to skip out on you. They won't be as quote, committed as you expect them to. They will miss appointments, miss meetings, etc. So you're going to need a staff at some point to get you to a place of delivering services consistently or you'll find yourself uh, missing opportunities, uh, downgrading expectations of what you can do and really adjusting your model to be something that uh, much less and, and less impactful than you intended it to be. So consider those things as you consider launching your nonprofit. This is Dr. William Clark for Leisure Conversations. Before you go, go ahead and visit my website, drwilliampclark.com, uh, and there you'll find everything you need to know about how to get in contact with me. You can find uh, links to events, uh, links to books and courses online, uh, connect with me via social media, etc. So I look forward to staying connected with you. This is Dr. William Clark for Leisure Conversations, and we'll see you in the next show. Peace.